The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Pull up your favorite chair in the shed and join us as we kick off a new frontier. We jump back into Dungeon World with two new players to begin a campaign in our world of Parandisi. Join Kurt, Chris, and Joe as they welcome the newbies. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on iTunes, Facebook, and various places on the Internet. We are having a special day today. We have um, bid our farewell, uh, sad farewell, to JJ and Mickey, and we have two new persons starting with us today that are going to um, have a little bit of fun, at least, as we record today's episodes. We're going to go around the table and say hi. We'll start right here to my left with... Hello, this is Chris. And then... Hi, this is Kelly. And... It is yet again, Kurt. Yet again, Kurt. And Bridget. And Bridget. And I am Joe. I will be our game master as we get started in a new Dungeon World campaign. We're going to use our previous world of Parandisi to play this campaign. So we may hear some stories about other characters that have been in this world at some point before. But um, as I mentioned, it's going to be a Dungeon World campaign. So we're back to that rule set. Um, I think it's fun for us on the recording. It's an easy rule set to play and should be easy to bring new people into. And um, I, I guess technically, both Bridget and Kelly have played this game once before, maybe twice, depending yeah. on if Chris's memory is more accurate. It is. <laughs> it is. It, it probably is. <laughs> it probably is. Um, so what we're going to do today, we're going to talk <laughs> no. a little bit about the characters that we've created, because everyone actually has a character ready, Kurt, as of almost a minute ago, <laughs> and everyone else has a character ready. I've got a little bit of stuff ready to get us started in the world. Um, so to put us on the right path there, Chris, tell us a little bit about the character that you have put together for our game. Before we do that, the Parandisi, which characters were that previously? Uh, that was the first one. So that was, um, it was, no, that, that was a D&D starter set. The first Dungeon World one. Um, I actually, I was, can't remember what Mike's that character was. That might have been Shadrock. Was. Oh. Shadrock was in it. What was, I can't remember what Mike's character. Is this when we were at the Frazzled uh, Mermaid? Yes, Fitzy. 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 Yes, yeah. the wizard Fitzy. Okay. Fitzy Bombus. Bombers. Yeah, I think I Fitzy remember. Bombus. Yeah. Shadrock the Great. Shadrock, Shadrock the Lame, who um, thought it was Shadrock the yep. Great. <laughs> uh, gosh, uh, Mickey, was, it wasn't Nestle's, it was the other, the earlier character. I think JJ was the curry, was, was that the curry? Strong Dawn, I Strong believe. Strong Dawn. Yeah, okay. I think it was. All right. So, um, yeah, that world... We'll figure ended. it out before they show up again. Great. How about that? Yeah, yeah that world ended in um, uh, Kingsbury, where they, uh, uh, on Martin Luther Kingsbury Day, there was a speech, <laughs> and they, they were able one. to frame the king, or the king mm-hmm. had been doing bad things, and they framed the king uh, with his own information and kind of brought things to, okay. to light. Gotcha. Uh, but that was kind of the end of that, the adventure we played in that world so far, but we still have a whole bunch of that world that we'll, we'll spend some time in. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I. Also, I think I may have mentioned this on our last recording, but it's still mind-blowing to me that I'm now the most experienced senior player <laughs> at the Shed. Yes, Kurt's been with us since day one. Since I am still a noob in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. All right, I'm looking forward to playing with some new folks. Maybe there'll be well, regulars. Maybe after today they'll run screaming into the other, <laughs> off into the night. We'll, we'll see, see how long it takes. <laughs> All right, so I decided, the streaming started. To, I decided to play the Immolator, which is a fire-based character. Um, which I thought was cool, so he can uh, create weapons out of fire, uh, he can bend flame to his will, uh, he can craft uh, metal, uh, uses fire powers to like uh, craft metal objects, jewelry, things like that, or even like weapons and armor. Um, if he takes certain damage, he can kind of use the, his innate fire ability to suck up some of that damage, which I thought was pretty cool. Hmm. And he can even, uh, he has this thing, he can gaze into somebody's eyes and kind of like ask them what, uh, what flames they desire, and they'll kind of just They'll draw it. They'll, they'll tell them their secret kind of thing. Their Uh-oh. secret. Their, Don't their, look their, at me. Their, their true desires. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Um, I I based this kind of on um, kind of the reason for the name is Ariel is like one of the angels of light. So it's like a fire based angel. Um, so that's that's how I came up with the name. So I kind of want this character to kind of be like he doesn't really necessarily know where he came from. Like I kind of want it maybe he was like found in this smoldering crater someplace and people just took him in almost like a la superman awesome. and and he just works in an armory just helping out doing stuff and some, if we, it could be the big city or small village doesn't matter yep. 
So he just kind of helps out. He's got some kind of abilities, but he doesn't really know his place in the world yet. So he works the furnace? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So he doesn't really know his place in the world, and he's kind of looking to, you know, there's something more, but he doesn't really know how he fits into the size because he's got these strange gifts. He's he really came from. fire. Yeah, kind of. Neat. Cool. Who would like to go next? I think Kelly should go. I'll go next. I'm go okay ahead. with that. Uh, all right, so I'm playing a druid. Um, her name is Trillium from Trillium. the uh, flower. Well, there's different Trilliums, but my favorite is the Blushing Trillium. So I named her Trillium. Uh, she is a human druid. And I don't know. What am I supposed to say about my character? Describe your look because you kind of had something with the feathers and stuff. Are you still keeping with that? Uh, all right. So my look, I have like. Practical leathers. Um, my tell is that I have feathers in my hair, like hawk feathers. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit camoufla- camouflage with the forest. I've got, you know, mud on my face and, nice. you know, I'm in the forest. I'm kind of a loner. Um, I like to protect my, my animals, my, my flora, my fauna. It's almost similar to like the Radagast look from the mo- the Hobbit movies, where he's oh, kind of yeah. like always kind of dirty, you know. He's yeah. never yeah. Yeah. poop on him all the time. Yeah. Well, that was a little over the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, kind of like that, right? Yeah. You know, I do have feathers in my hair. Yeah. So. Awesome. I probably have all sorts of mites. So and she's fleas. Oh, so she probably craps on statues and stuff. I'm something. owning it. I'm owning it. It's all good. <laughs> so are, are you a shape shifting druid? Yes. Yes. Um, and. According to this, I'm shape shifting yeah. from the great, like whatever was in the great forest, right? Okay. Whatever would be native to the mm-hmm. great forest. I'm assuming yeah. that stuff we'll just make up. Okay. Yeah. Does it sound like it came from a forest? Right. Yeah. Sure. If you can work it, yeah. See if you can work it. Velociraptor, no. Unless you can really work it out somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a really old forest. <laughs> yeah, it, could be. it is the great forest. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, I have spirit tongue, so. I can talk to animals as long as I have studied them. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's either an animal that you already know or one you take the time to study. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's just not an instantaneous thing unless you know them already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You want to yeah. go, Bridget? No. <laughs> All right. I'll go then. I am going to be playing Breton. I don't want to go. To Breton Knobloch. He is a ranger. Um, what was his first name? Breton. Breton, okay. B-R-E-T-O-N. Um, which actually comes from Breton, which is Brittany in France, which I think of okay. as kind of a wild, um, made, you know, a place where he might be from. Uh, so I've got him as a good, kind of a good alignment. So I often play chaotic or at least neutral characters. I'm going to try to play Breton as, as a classic good character. Um, I envision him as human, so I checked human, even though I don't like the trait that I get with that, because it's related <laughs> to rations, which we never really focus yeah. on when we play. But for now, let's go ahead and make him human. Yeah, it could, it could be useful at some point, though. Okay. We'll and see. then the main reason I'm playing a ranger is because I, I always like to try new classes, and I never have played one. And I think over the last few years, the druid has become my favorite class, and the druid is already taken. So Aww. I think the ranger will be fun. Um, I was out camping this weekend with a bunch of Cub Scouts and literally like tracking and showing them tracks and stuff this morning, so I feel in the mood and ready to, uh, <laughs> to do this. Um, briefly, by way of kind of character development, um, I think when a lot of us think of rangers, we think of like Strider or Aragorn, kind of the loner off on the edge of civilization. Breton is the opposite. He, um, I actually... Even though it doesn't make sense mechanically, I gave him a plus one in charisma because he likes people, he likes civilization, he likes being in the pubs, okay. all of that. The reason he became a ranger is because his small town where he grew up was often under siege from monsters, particularly werewolves, that lived in, in, in the neighboring area and were kind of constantly attacking and maiming or killing people from his town. So he became a ranger not because he wanted to get away from civilization, but as a way to help protect civilization from the wild around it. So learning to track those invaders back to where their lairs yeah. or whatever it may be. Exactly. So he tracks, hunts, you know, and, and his and he's going to have an animal companion mm-hmm. that um, I was flipping back and forth in my mind, but I think for story purposes, uh, I'm going to have it be a wolf because the okay. werewolves were kind of the, the main enemy or the wolves slash werewolves out where he was um, growing mm-hmm. up. So he, he actually took a wolf... And made the wolf his animal companion. 
So, uh, and then the, with a ranger, you get to pick kind of base characteristics related to your animal companion. Yep. Uh, you have a supernatural connection with a loyal animal. You can't talk to it per se, but it always acts as you wish. Name it and choose a species. Uh, so I chose the wolf. He is intimidating, which is based off having a plus one to ferocity. Um, the two, in addition to fighting humanoids, I chose that he can fight monsters and he can hunt. And that is based off of his plus two to cunning. And then I get uh, plus one to instinct. And so I chose... Uh, the weakness is stubborn. So I have a stubborn <laughs> wolf. Uh, and I've not named him yet, but I will by the time we start playing in okay. 10 minutes. <laughs> you call him Wolfie. No, he'll, uh, he'll have something appropriate. Um, anything else you want to know? Did you describe a look? Oh, yeah. So he is not particularly like big, beefy, strong. Kind of, um, I chose um, lithe body, but he, uh, lithe body, sharp eyes, but he does have uh, a cape with a hood, which is yeah. just, uh, I know... Maybe Aragorn had that too, but I like I always like that for the ranger. So he's um, more likely to kind of pull his cape around him, hood to make himself mm-hmm. dark, rather than having overt nature based camouflage. Yeah, and you know I, I don't remember if, we, if we've um, ever talked about it here in the shed before, but I've um, often thought the in the whole Aragorn ranger type of thing, they call him a ranger in the movie, but for the games we play, he's a paladin, and Legolas is a ranger. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. And yeah. for the games we play, they they fit those models better they call him a ranger but well you know mm-hmm. he's not really a ranger <laughs> right yeah legless is the one yeah. that's always doing the track yeah yeah and eric yeah. has got the healing abilities too yeah and so he's so, gonna have a bow um i chose the hunter's bow and short sword as opposed mm-hmm. to the spear option and a bundle of arrows so he's good to go did you figure out the armor yes okay yes all right bridget what do you got um i am playing the cleric the cleric yes and she's a human, and her name is Lenore. And as a human cleric, she get, also gets a wizard spell. So she's going to be doing magic missile Always along with her other cleric stuff. Yeah. Um, she's pretty unassuming. Unassuming cleric. What is she Average wearing? height, average weight. Yeah. Long hair and a braid. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that you would probably notice about her is that she has a lot of... Um, Scars on her body, like thin scars on she arms and legs, it. and I didn't want to go there, but <laughs> you went there. <laughs> Somebody to take it there because it's part of her her religion. Um, she was raised in the cult of Zorika or Zorika, and it revolves around uh, suffering. And anytime you suffer in the name of your god. Or in the name of Zorika, Zorika, um, you could be granted favor or basically a good thing. So is it like part of a prayer ritual or something? Is that part of preparing spells or um, something like that? No. The communion? No? Well, I guess, I don't It'll know. It'll be up to you. I don't know. Okay. We're going to decide that you need to cut yourself. I went by... What it's on there. Now, is that God or, that you just mentioned, is that from Parendisi or is that from the Dungeon World sheet? Literally from the sheet. From okay. the sheet, Right yeah. here. They have um, uh, suggestions for names uh, for on the cleric for, for deities, just kind of like everyone else gets suggestions for names and looks and what have you. I almost went with Krugon the Bleak. But <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Bit of a downer on that yeah, one. Yeah, it just sounds so sad. <laughs> <laughs> if it goes along with suffering. Zoraika or Z- <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to say Zoraika okay. um, is a god of healing and restoration. <clears throat> so, as a cleric, that would be that would go where I, mean, I want to go. Be healed if you're going to keep healing <laughs> right. yourself. But yeah, exactly, <laughs> it makes sense. Basically, yeah. have to suffer to be able to heal others. All right, I, I, I can I can understand that. That kind of makes some odd sort of sense. I don't see why not. It's like a balance thing. Yeah. In order for someone to be healed, somebody does need to suffer. Why not? Or to do the uh, divine guidance. Okay. I can get information that way. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, Kurt brought this up before we started. On Everybody's Sheet is a section called Bonds. It is a way to get characters connected to each other before we start. What I'd like to do, Kurt, since you had uh, one that you mentioned there. Yes. Um, we'll talk about, let me describe it a little, uh, what it means. And... Uh, 
each person can read over what they have in their sheet and try to think what you just heard about other characters, if there's something that might link yours to them to get us started. So what a bond is, is well, I guess I kind of just described it as it is. It's a link between characters. And that, um, all right, so this is funny. Kurt just put on a Hello, My Name is Breton sticker, and he's wearing a Scout shirt, so it says now, My Name is Breton Outs, <laughs> which is just Slim funny, Shady. Right. Um, <laughs> actually, there's a Slim Shady one on the floor yeah. behind you over there, and she wrote it. Yeah, I think everybody wore it that day. It's <laughs> yeah. kept getting tossed around. Um, but a bond is something that links your character to another, where this is beneficial <laughs> is... At the end of every play session, if you feel like you've done something that fulfills that bond or makes, or the bond is no longer applicable, you can get an experience point from it. And it's part of the end of session move, which is on the basic move sheets, I think on the back of the sheet. The, um, the key here is you find a way to link characters, and that link helps you uh, develop bonds and uh, reasons to be together. So, Kurt, if you want to mention that one that you had said, or, or any of them from your sheet. Yeah, I mean, if, if we want to fill them up, I can. Um, an obvious one is, um, I have one, you know, blank is a friend of nature, so I will be their friend as well, um, which would make sense for Trillium, for okay. me to have that bond with her, and her being a druid. Another one I would be happy to use would be, I have, I have guided blank before, and they owe me for it. Um, and I was inclined to use um, Chris's character for that. I'm not sure why I would have guided him, but I like the idea that we'd have some link between me and the emulator. Based on him not knowing where he came from, it probably is appropriate that he needed guidance for something. <laughs> yeah. Right. So was yeah. it Uriel? Is that right? Yep. And then if we wanted me to have one with Lenore as well, I don't like the third one, which is mm -hmm. someone has no respect for nature, so I have no respect for them. I don't really want to play that negative. No. So I'd rather... If she's comfortable with it, and, and we want a third bond, I would do Lenore does not understand life in the wild, so I will teach her. But if we also don't yeah. need to necessarily all have bonds at this no, point, we don't how have you to, want to play it. But it can help, because one of the basic moves called aid, you roll and you add the amount of bonds you have with that person. So if we have zero bonds, then you're never adding anything with that. Gotcha. Um, but aid, of course, can be helpful, because it, it gives the other person aid when they're accomplishing a task. Um, Anybody else want to take a look at their bonds and see if something makes sense with uh, how we're looking at our character so far? Yeah, I could probably do. I have. I will teach Blank the true meaning of sacrifice. So maybe I will teach Lenore the true meaning of sacrifice. Oh, she doesn't really know. She know. Yeah, sure. She's about the cutting. But have you touched the flame? Ah, <laughs> there you go. Cauterization. Oh, and then, then I could do that right back. And then I <laughs> I'm working on converting Uriel to my fate. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I have I cast something into the fire for a blank and still owe them their due. So maybe for you, it'll yeah, work out. Yeah, yeah, if you still, yeah, because you owe me under my yeah. bond. So. <laughs> so you you um, feel that he has a debt to you, and he feels he has a debt to yes. you. So <laughs> this should be an easy one to do. And the last point. one doesn't really work. It's like. Blank has felt the hellish touch of fire, and now they know my strength. So it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe not like, yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not it's yet. Not work out yet. But that one could definitely come up. Yeah. And the, the flip side to this, of course, too, is you can write any bond right. you like. It's much easier once we get started playing and you learn how people are playing their characters. Um, but it's something you can do at any time. Yeah, right. I think I might leave mine with Lenore Blank um, okay. and write that one as we go along. Um, so for mine, it says the spirit spoke to me of a great danger that follows blank. I'm going to yeah. Uriel oh, yeah. for that totally, one. Like, totally worked for that's me. Nice. Um, that being that we're not quite sure where you came from, yep. you can light things on fire. <laughs> Including himself. It's a not, little not shady. Everybody can do that? <laughs> um, You're special. Feel my also, heat. Also, being that your character, what was the character's name again? Oh, He's got Brett. a sticker Brett. right on his shirt. Oh, Brett. Brett. Oh, hey, Brett. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's, that's why we have the stickers, by the way. What's up, Brent? At any point, if you want to write your character name on, we'll remember it easier. You're real. Not Urea. You're real. All right. <laughs> got His it. middle name is Urea. His last name is Urethra. <laughs> I'm like Prince. I got one name. <laughs> All right. So I'm thinking, so the spirit spoke to me of a great danger that follows Uriel. Am I saying that right? Yep. Uriel. Right. It's Ariel. He's a little more oh, right. <laughs> You're just walking into these left and right, like it's it's funny though because like I used another angel name for one of his characters. It's Duma, but it, you know it's spelled like D U M A S. It's dumbass, like dumbass, dumbass. So obviously we're gonna do it. Yeah. You know. All right, and then uh, so I have showed Breton 
a secret rite of the land. Ooh. So being that you're kind of like the ranger and uh-huh. the druid, I, I, and I stay in my forest. The only time I really leave is if something's bugging my space, huh? my, okay. my, my animals, my, my land. Um, I travel here and there, but it's an on, as an as-needed basis. Okay. More of a hermit. <laughs> a little bit, I okay. guess. So. Awesome. Yeah. Bridget, what you got? You mentioned one with... Uh, uh, working on Uriel. converting... I think it would be Uriel. Yeah. I think yeah. we're going to kind of be opposing each other. But I'm... It's I got bu- blank is in constant danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would... Any of these three would be in constant danger. Well, it may just be from your perception they're in constant danger. Yeah, I don't see that, though. Right. Um, blank is a good and faithful person. I trust them. Blank has insulted my deity. I do not trust them. Oh, no. <laughs> you put me down I for saying, everything. I, I, I could put Adam to that in for everything. That could happen at some point, too. Uh, that's mm. funny. Right. So Although the trust could be either of those out. two, maybe. I don't know. Especially him, maybe. He's like the charismatic yeah, guy. It's always, well, you know. Lift that up again, please. The microphone. I just want to be able to hear oh, you. Sweet mellifluous voice. Yeah. Yeah. Mellifluous. Maleficent. I want to hear your Maleficent voice, yes. Because <laughs> I don't hear it enough normally, for sure. It's never in your head. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so does anybody have any ideas on how these four characters would have crossed paths? Well, we're we going to try to keep it a uh, big city or a little town. Might make sense for you to be a smaller kind of establishment. He kind of no, goes either way. I could. I, fit I go in. out here and there. So. Yeah, but big city, or would you be like more of a you know small? Depends town? on the situation. If there's somebody they in the big city that's been setting fire to her forest, yeah, she'd yeah. be in the big city kicking. Some I'm working. In, I'm working at the smithy, man. What are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a mysterious background. Just because talking it. heads is on playing burning down your house doesn't mean it was me. <laughs> <laughs> it probably makes sense for us to be in a relatively small town. Mm-hmm. Um, where I would be guiding out from or around, and okay. it makes sense for Trillium to be maybe out in her woods near there. And then, uh, th- then the question would be how y'all got there. Well, I'm, I'm saying like I do work in a smithy, and that's you know I've been doing that for years or something. I'm going on a quest. You're on a quest because of my my religion I was raised in it from birth, and uh, when we re- reach a certain age, we have to go out on our own and and. See yeah, if like we can commune mission. with our God. She did say cult. <laughs> it is. It's very cult-like. Is like there, none of you would probably know about yeah. it. Are there local chapters? So you don't mention that. Not when, that you know of. In introduction, yeah. you don't mention like, yeah, hey, I was in this cult. Yeah, by the way. Hey, can yeah. I go back to the bonds then? Yeah, sure. Because honestly, I, w- I forgot a little bit about your background. Because I, <laughs> I was thinking about it as you were talking. Well, and, that's not know. like public knowledge that she was in a cult. But, like, it, that's, but yeah. it might be something you but, learn very quickly or you've... You've already learned like, in the last. You week might or see or the scars and say, "What's up with all the yeah. scars? Okay. Why are you, yeah, why are you leaking blood yeah. everywhere?" Yeah, it's not like a couple battle scars. It's like, man, that's like, it's like years of like, scars, yeah, scars, and they're in, in patterns. And I have all right, one never for mind. each person who has asked me about the scars and yeah. didn't live to tell about it. <laughs> that's a different. So I've actually changed my mind. I'm not going to play a ranger. I'm going to play a psychologist. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a shop on Main Street. <laughs> you can pay me Perfect. a copper, gold, or electron. Perfect. Um, that's funny. Uh, all right, so we, we are going to start in a small town. Who wants to name this this small town? Actually, I, I think I'm going to go to you, Chris, because you said you've worked here for a year or maybe longer. What's the name of this place you've been working? Oh, well, not the name of the smithy, but the name of the town. Name of the town. Because this is going to be a small town. I don't know. We'll say maybe there's a thousand people in the area. We'll call it Valshond. Valshond? Valshond. Valshond. Got it. So Valshond is a small town. There's probably, the town proper probably supports a few hundred people, uh, farms and other things within a few miles of the town that that feel they belong to the town. There's probably about a thousand people total. And a fair amount of trade, uh, mainly uh, farming, farming. uh, so mainly livestock is the trade that goes out, but they bring things in from other places. Um, can I help you with? You're all set? Okay, good. Um, 
And I'm, I'm just making a couple notes on this as we go. <coughs> Excuse me, so bear with me. So, Chris, uh, Uriel works in the smithy. The blacksmith's name is... Um, uh, we should name, well, I'm going to name him Prometheus. That's Prometheus? Okay. He's <laughs> a big dude. Prometheus. Uh, and I will actually, in parentheses, put big dude. Uh, so Prometheus, and it'll just be, that's the name of the shop as well. Yeah. Um, he makes and sells all forms of metal items. So from horseshoes to weather vanes to shorts yeah, to anything. everything. Anything metal that people need around. Um, he has people that bring different metals in from outside, and he uh, crafts things that are then sold in the town and externally as well. Small marketplace downtown. There is um, uh, your regular uh, bars, taverns, not many, but a, a handful here and there because the Valshand is on a trade route. So it's a, a town that a lot of people pass through. And that could explain why some people are here. Um, you guys and others, of course. Are we saying it's landlocked or um, close to a port or a river? It's land, all okay. land, landlocked. Um, this will be towards the middle of the continent on the east, and, and we'll, we'll talk about that if we get to the map idea at some point here. But, um, excuse me, the, uh, the need for a, a ranger here for Breton, it, there would definitely be a good use of um, getting out into the woods and finding stuff. Right, so the having... Uh, however you'd want to do it, either just showing people around nature or um, you know, trying to defend the, the town from things that come out of the woods towards the town. Um, I could run an adventure tour company, is that what you're saying? Yeah, you certainly could. Or like protection Z- for like the merchant routes or something, or some traders, even protection for those guys. There's a couple tall hi- hills nearby. You could probably set up some kind of zip line. I don't see why not. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm just trying to find excursions. new things to cause suffering, so okay. I'm going <laughs> to sign up for a tour. I, I saw a flyer back in, in my nondescript place that I came from. Yeah. Um, for uh, for Lenore... Um, Poor lost Lenore. Poor lost Lenore. The, um, the reason that you're here will be a little different, and... I may want to describe that to you separately because of the way you've described your character so far. So we may do that. I'll, I'll think maybe I'll write a note or Ooh, something. we get to play later? A little bit. Um, and Kelly, for Trillium, the place is kind of surrounded by forest. So you could be here for almost any reason. So there's forest all around. It may not be okay. your native forest. It may be. You may live near here. Uh, but the, the town of um, Valshand is pretty much surrounded by forest with road that kind of runs through it. East to west, it just kind of passed through. Everybody passes through Valshond at some point. Okay. Mm. Um, where might you guys meet up? So the characters, uh, if you don't already know each other a little, how, how are we going to have you guys meet up? Uh, we could definitely meet at a tavern. I might, you know. I'm going to the blacksmith work. to, to yeah, get or that, a, that, a yeah, special you, you could be made. at my place of work or Let's do I'm relaxing crazy at the tavern. and not meet in a tavern. Let's meet at a smith. Yeah, a smithy. Uh, at a forge, you guys came. To get I'll be some. coming to get my arrows worked on. Yeah, might get some my arrowhead, new arrowhead. I'm just like, how's that look? So, Joe, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> you're gonna get your arrowheads worked on. Can I be uh, basically like leading? Can I basically be there as a hunter for commerce purposes and also leading groups for money? Yep. While I'm biding my time, waiting for threats to arise. Yes, because just about anyone you can think of would be passing through. The townspeople may not be so interested in what you need to do because they live there, but right. uh, anybody passing through might want a special pelt from an animal somewhere that you know how to find and bring back for them. And okay. You could definitely have a little, uh, like a kiosk or something in town square type of thing <laughs> in the marketplace. Get your pelts here. Yeah, my, uh, my buddy Uriel, is, uh, yeah. he does recruiting for me. <laughs> yeah, little, see, that's it. I go to you to get a, a special item that I need, and you're like, hey. It could be a holy symbol. I can you know, we, they got these tour groups going out. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, that was one of the things I was thinking of. Like, I, would, I mostly would hunt for myself and then sell what I killed, you know, to support myself. Right. But I would, in select cases, take people out for money. We could even use, you could even trade, like, me, pass me a pile of meat, and here's whatever you got. Exactly, you know? exactly. Because <laughs> okay. I like being in town, I like people, but I'm also keeping my ears out for if my services may be needed. <clears throat> okay. Um, the, the other thing that uh, 
especially Uriel would have heard recently, over the last few weeks, there has been a series of thefts overnight in the town. Uh, people are waking up and things are just gone. Uh, usually valuables, uh, jewelry, what have you. Uh, almost anything that has uh, gold, silver, or gems involved in it is starting to, has been disappearing. And it's been overnight, uh, every time. Uh, it's been, let's say, six or seven nights over the last couple of weeks. So personal residences? Everywhere. Uh, public personal. Or is it even like so shops too? Yeah. Okay. So there's um, one of the things that the that the town does is they do light street lamps almost every night right in the main market area. And the, um, those street lamps had a little bit of gold uh, gilding around some of the metal shapes, and those street lamps were stolen yesterday. So basically the yeah. Grinch has come to town and it's taken everything. Yeah. And, and it's gotten to the point where everyone knows about it. Uh, but it, it's nothing big. It's not like um, town hall hasn't been ransacked. Nothing's been destroyed. People are uh, just missing valuable items. Gotcha. So it's definitely uh, theft without destruction would be one way to put it, I guess. Nobody's houses have been broken into. It's just, you know, the trusting people have left their doors or windows open. And Is it that kind of know. town? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because everyone passes through. There's good protection in the town. There's hardly ever anything bad that happens. And there's been a you know the ranger that is known to have protected other towns before, and he's in town now. Must be slacking Up on the you. job. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason, and I, I'm telling Bridget about this note I passed her and a question she has, um, but the, that's to you because of the way you described your character. Oh, okay. That people wouldn't know, right? They wouldn't know if there was a local chapter of your True. cult or not. Therefore, I'm not going to tell everybody about a local chapter of your cult until right now. Okay. <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah. Well, we were also victims of these uh, recent thefts, and I'm <clears throat> part of my questing is to uh, try and recover a very important artifact that was taken. And I need to go to you to uh, get another an item that would be a holy symbol that I can carry, but it would also be some sort of a dagger ah, that I yeah. can use. Specialty item. Yeah, specialty item. Specialty item. <coughs> Excuse me. So let's say you guys are all hanging around at the tavern, at, at the bar. He doesn't Wait, want to do the tavern. what about me? What about you? How do I know these people? <laughs> That's what I, uh, that I was going to ask you. Would you be, what would you be there for? Okay. Forrest is all around. Give us some exposure into the character. All right. So... I think I would already know you because you're kind of in and out of the forest. So, like, we're kind of like... Oh, just as yeah. a logistics thing, when you say you, say Breton. Oh, Breton. character, yeah. because we are a People who are audio listening. podcast. Yeah, yes. okay. Um, so, I know Breton already, just from, like, his adventures, me being in the woods, all that. All right, and then Uriel, I think I would know from... Just times that I need to go into town for... Any metal work. Yeah. Anything um, metal related that I can handle. Yeah, also, I mean, if you keep any tabs on the town, you know that the blacksmith has been way more productive over the last year because there always seems to be an endless source of fire. <laughs> okay. So, I have a... On the back here, it says, like, halfling pipe leaf, bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. Is that... Are you a halfling? What I'm using... No, I'm. No. I've got half halfling leaf. Okay. Ha I couldn't remember if you halfling were, so. pipe. Sorry. So her and Bretner are sharing some smoke out in the woods. Yeah. So I was gonna say that might that connect me to the town <laughs> as well. Sure like if may. I'm using, if yeah. I got some halfling pipe weed. Yeah. yeah. So you're a dealer. Might be coming into yeah. town a couple times. You could be. No, you could totally. You be a totally grower. could be. Yeah. No, yeah. that's what I'm it's thinking. Not, like it's maybe not at all I'm, illegal. Maybe I've yeah. got some. Yeah, because I'll be like, all right, I'll make that, but you know. Give me some stuff. And, and Valshond parents actually use the halfling pipe leaf to get their kids to bed. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, it's like Benadryl. Are <laughs> the economy working here? Exactly. You can also make the razor blades that she uses to cut herself. <laughs> it's not just a razor blade. It's special. It's, it's, it's a blessed razor blade. <laughs> no, it has to be special. <laughs> um, so it's a sacred It has to be barbed. That it's suffering, man. Blessed. That it's part fire. of a holy symbol. Yeah, so which I have not item. figured out yeah. what the shape of is. Now that we've and got Trillium as the uh, halfling pipe dealer out there, <laughs> pipe weed dealer or whatever, it totally reminds me of my first girlfriend who was super hippie and, <laughs> and actually probably is a druid. So <laughs> in my mind, Trillium is like my 16-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great. She probably <laughs> thought she could shape shift. <laughs> Depends on Which how much she weed, yeah. Okay. Um, and okay. Lenore, you're just kind of wandering right now. You're on like kind of a... Um, so new to town or been here, you know, over some time? Are you on like a pil- pilgrimage? Are you... I'm, I know of the town. I'm, okay. I live outside the town in a place that is relatively obscure. Okay. Like Cold. it's yeah, like yeah. you know, <laughs> cult like the compound. Yeah. The compound. We have a compound. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the compound. <laughs> okay, so I don't think I would know you. I don't think so. I'm, I'm just gonna maybe. But I knew I know you. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm always. In maybe town. we're there I'm at the same connect. time. Yeah, I'm always there. And I see. Yeah. You guys know each other. And, yeah, so and you I might have seen each other in passing, him. but no conversation. Mm. Yeah. yeah there's what this thing is called. What is it? Halfling pipe? Leaf. She has the pa- halfling Leaf. pipe, and then oh, she got the weed, and then she got the... Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think the clerics are usually hanging out smoking the halfling. No. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's all business. Yeah. You know? So maybe, yeah. Maybe I don't it think... does dull the pain, but the pain <laughs> is good, so yeah, you gotta... I probably wouldn't do it. Sure. All right, girl. Then good and dull. We probably <laughs> wouldn't know each other then, because I don't come into town very often. Well. And I don't typically either. This is a, right. a special so situation. I think we would be... We would probably be strangers, but I do know um, Benton and Breton, yeah. or Breton and <laughs> she knows him. She knows him really well. <laughs> what uh, that guy? <laughs> What's his last name? Knoblock or something? Yeah, but we don't have to worry about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm gonna call. Oh yes, Mr. Knoblock. Didn't you have a middle name as well? No, no middle name. Oh okay. I mean, I, just a letter. <laughs> you have to go by H. a letter. Yeah, Breton H. Knoblock. the third. <laughs> Master Knoblock. family. Um, who wants to to pick a name for the tavern that everybody stops in as they cross through Valshond? Oh, it's got to be the Spastic Piglet. The Spastic Piglet. Um, people just call it Piglet. I got the best barbecue in town. Yes. Mm. <laughs> P- yeah, people who pass through just stop at the Piglet. But yes, that's the name of it, Spastic Piglet. Okay? That is the... Uh, as every... Um, Vehicle, horse, whatever passes through the town. You pass by the front doors of the spastic piglet. <laughs> After people drink too much, sometimes they call it the piggly wiggly. Piggly but. wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and that uh, the the piglet is just uh, a bar and eatery uh, or tavern. It is not. Um, there aren't any rooms there. There's a separate building, uh, an inn with rooms. Okay. Uh, so you guys may find your way there. That's where everybody who passes through town finds their way. Um, and that may be where you're discussing things. Who's, who might be in there at this time? Depending time of day, I'd either be at work or... It's the time at which you would be at a bar instead of at work. All right, so I'm chowing down, that might chowing be. down some good pork. You know, l- lunch break or dinner yeah, or whatever yeah. it might be, yeah. So I'm Just chow- hanging at the pig. Yeah, I'm chowing down on some good meat and some ale. Yep. And because this is um, livestock, all the meat is local and fresh. Yeah. Yes. Grass-fed. All that well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Halfling pipe. Halfling pipe fed. fed. <laughs> <laughs> really relaxed animals. Man. No tense animals here. <laughs> I got lit eating my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the brownies or the ribs? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, I would definitely be there. Yeah. Yeah. And this might be a, a time for Lenore to uh, mingle and try and figure stuff out. So it might be she's there just because there are other adventurers there, perhaps? Yeah, she kind of came this way to see if, if there was any rumblings or rumors about the theft that happened and maybe what direction she sh- should go to um, okay. to find a lead on it. All right, so let's say the four of you are in the same place at the same time, because it just makes it convenient. Uh, and the general talk around the bar is about the theft. Okay, I have, I have something. Go for it. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, it's going to be my turn, and then, oh, like, no, I miss it's, it's, it's yeah. only when you the talk. boat, and then but, I'm like, oh, yeah. wait, I had something to say. Go for it. So, yeah, I'm adjusting to the flow here. But um, I was thinking I'm in the bar because cause I would not be in the bar. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, I just you might be I would making be a course. sale, making a deal. Well, no, like what brings me to the piglet? Yeah, squealing. The what is it spastic, called? The spastic, spastic piglet. piglet. Oh, the spa- Why is it but everyone just calls it the pig. pig. The pig. Right. I don't know why was the mermaid frazzled. I mean, I, actually, just are um, what they are. once a month they have a a greased pig catching competition, 
and there's a spastic piglet that runs around at Greece all the time. Whoever catches, I've won the last two times. Yeah, whoever catches it gets free meals for a week. Okay, that's the official story. But there's also there's also a rumor that the old bartender's first wife. He called her the spastic piglet. Oh, yeah. damn. She squealed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is cold. <laughs> All right. So I wandered into town, um, and I knew Breton would be at the spastic pig at this time. And I wanted to uh, share with him things that I have been finding in the forest, specifically this cave. And can it be that, like... Some of the items that I'm finding are the stolen items. It depends on if you say it out loud or not. All right. Again, I'm it's getting literally used to, as like, you say kinda... it, it makes the yeah. world. Yeah. Oh, okay. It helps me, yeah. so I don't have to make yeah. everything yeah. up myself. He likes when you, <laughs> when you literally make... plan two sentences ahead, so if you say it, <laughs> it's true. He's <laughs> like, oh, thank God. All he had stuff gets stolen. I have more than two. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay, so, um, so because Breton knows the forest, I... I kind of want to tell him, like, hey, I'm finding things in certain areas, and um, there's a special cave that Breton knows about, and I'm finding things in that cave that's unusual, and I don't like it. weird tracks that you haven't seen that you need a a consult. Yeah, okay. Consulting the famed tracker. So, Breton, I'm, I'm finding tracks, I'm finding items, I don't like it, we've got to figure something out. And that's why I'm there. Okay. That's why I'm at the... Uh, sweet, so, let's say that conversation happens with an earshot of everybody here, all four characters, mm. who wants to talk more. I heard they're even stealing stuff off street lamps, it's kind of strange, I mean, who are these people? Is it one guy, is it a couple guys? Some weird, crazy cult. You know how those people are. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust people. those cult people. I don't trust people who don't think for themselves. Weird. And <laughs> well, then I'm. De- I'm definitely not going to be talking to them. I'm just going to sit here and listen because they're dissing me. Uh-huh. Without knowing they're dissing me, they're dissing me. <laughs> go, hey, you know what? Now I have a bond with you. <laughs> <laughs> dissing me essay. You have insulted my deity. Yeah. <laughs> what me? I like the um, the bond would read. Have been dissed by blank. <laughs> <laughs> you have been dissed by blank. Okay. So the cave, um, where is it? How far Crickets. do we want it to be from town? Crickets. Half a mile? Days? Days? I don't know. Uh, let's make it let's like make it a mile. So it's not too far out of not town? Not too far okay. out No. Yeah, a close cache of... It's quite that, hidden, oh, that's, though. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so it's not easy to find it's at all. It's quite hidden, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it has to be. that's, yeah, it's a special cave. Special cave. Yeah. Oh, they're going to their special a place. <laughs> a lot of people have just assumed that this was kind of like the local teenagers. Oh, no, no, no. So. This is a hidden cave. Oh. It's, um, it's behind a lot of big boulders. Um, it's definitely tucked away. It's got a very... Small opening. You have to crawl to get inside it. Hmm. And so what kind of stuff did you find there? What have you been finding? I found the gold off of the lamp post. And I've been finding miscellaneous items. Jewelry? Yeah. Okay. You see any, uh, is it multiple footprints? Just one? Does it look like human footprints or... I'm not tracks? sure. I, I've never seen these tracks before. It might be something that people need to go investigate. Might be. Maybe. It's too bad that night's falling and we're busy drinking at a tavern. <laughs> you go in the morning. I'm high as yeah. fuck. You know, it, it, <laughs> 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 man, I really want to eat. <laughs> There's also the idea that all the thefts are happening overnight. If it is about to be nighttime, you could do something then too. Yeah, I'd have to go at night because I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, Prometheus will get pissed at me if I'm not I'm not there. You know, you don't want a blacksmith pissed at you. Yeah, he's big, he's bigger than me. They hit really hard. Maybe we should head up there and uh, wait and see if they whoever this is or whatever it is brings something back tonight. Little uh, stakeout. Can I follow them? I don't see why not. Because I've heard that you guys are finding stuff, and we've had stuff stolen, and now I'm curious as to. 
You can if, follow us unless you roll less than a six, in which case maybe <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Uh, Snapping all the twigs. I'm not a, a, you know, extremely stealthy, but... <laughs> um, so you want to... You, uh, three of you want to head to that area and take a look? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah? Yeah, let me just well, my bowl first. Should we? <laughs> I'm bringing something I to love go. the fact that this is what I love about role-playing games is it looked like my dude was totally not a pothead. And now Until. he is. Yeah. <laughs> it took five minutes of gameplay. I yeah. tend to do that to people. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just go with it. Cool. I'm just rolling with it. Um, well, I noticed that there's a new stranger in the bar here the bar, yeah. she looks really stranger than most yeah do we notice she this person like trying to like really pay most. attention to our conversation would that be something I mean, we could pick up like on or over? i would pick up or are on we that. too in the conversation because i'm like stuffing my face and talking in between you're all She's near high. each other <laughs> oh no i would totally pick up on that there, well, i don't go into town and, and that's normal, but you've been in there enough that you would recognize and i would, I would notice i'm a right. new person never so Let's say there's probably about 20 people at this point in time in the tavern. Uh, everyone's eating, everybody's drinking, and um, anytime somebody uh, sparks up a conversation about things missing, the, the thefts, what's going on, everybody listens in. So it's not right. really different that right. she's listening in compared to the next person, compared to the next, okay. because this is a rumor mill. You're sitting in the middle of the grapevine, and everybody wants to have their say about what's going on. Yeah, I heard it was the yeah. goblins from, you know. Like, yeah. um, uh, Kurt mentioned for really Breton that he t- thought it may have been teenagers or something. Well, yeah. that you know, that's another rumor that's going around. So nobody knows what or who yet, but um, everyone is talking about it. So we're Especially saying, because it's darker outside tonight since the street lamps were stolen. <laughs> so we're saying yeah. Lenore has not had a conversation with Uriel yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't sound like it, right? Okay. But I'm in town because I was going to... <laughs> right. You heard about some guy doing some crazy stuff. With yeah, some crazy metal, stuff. Metal like, there's, there's there's a metal worker that he he uses the metal in, in a different way that he, he superheats it and it makes it super hard and, and durable. And um, he's just famous all around. For... You've been getting a name for yourself. Yeah. Mm. Well, if blacksmith's doing better, they're going to talk about mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if the three, um, uh, between our, uh, I'm going to use the, car- the classes uh, again just to remind people, between the immolator, the druid, and the, dr- the ranger, they're hatching a plan to go check out what's going on A little stakeout action, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So a quick mechanical question. Go for it. Um, on gear, I have adventuring gear and bundle of arrows. It says yeah. three ammo, one weight. Yeah. Does that mean I only have three arrows? No, it means you have three ammo. It works as when you roll to volley, mm-hmm. you'll see uh, results of volley as one of them is you can lose an ammo if you have a seven to nine. Right. It, theoretically, if you roll a 10 plus, you never run out of arrows. Yeah, it's, you uh, could have like yeah. three arrows at a guy and you roll 10 plus. All right. Okay. You still right. got ammo, but yeah. But when it says three ammo, one weight, if I have like, let's say four weight available, does that mean I can have 12? We're not going to care too much about encumbrance at this point. Okay. The only time it will matter how much ammo you have is when you only have one. Okay. Well, then <laughs> since we're not caring about encumbrance. Like I took um, the lighter leather armor, yep. which gets me lower armor number. Um, but my guy wouldn't wear plate mail or... or right. No. So is it realistic for me to just take... The low one, even if I yeah. had more weight? Yep. Okay. It works for me. Oh. Yeah, the, the weight part, what your load is and how much you can carry, uh, the way we play, where it matters is if you're going to do something, well, silly. Like um, if you go into the dungeon and there's this magical cast iron stove and you say, I'm going to carry it out of here, and I'm going to say, no, you're not, yeah. because that's too heavy. Yeah. But if you want to carry another arrow or um, an, an extra book or an extra backpack with you or whatever it may be, extra camping gear, something like that, that's just going to happen. It's only when it seems like it's too much. You found you know, 10,000 pounds of gold. Well, yeah. you're not going to pick that up. Right. Um, th- there are just... We'll call it logical limits to it where we won't worry so much about the exact number itself. Okay. Well, for flavor purposes, on yeah. the way out of town, if we're going to go hike a mile in the woods to a super secret cave, I would want to mm-hmm. swing by Prometheus's Forge with my buddy here yeah. and get my newly sharpened razor arrow tips for ah, my ammo. That's okay. cool. So you're going to refit your arrows with sharper tips? Well, I always like to have sharper tips. I always like to have these particular arrowheads, but they, they yeah. dull with time, and uh, Uriel helps, helps keep them sharp for me. Cool. Excuse me. All right. So um, at this point, is that when um, 
Uh, Lenore is just going to kind of walk out after them? Yeah, kind of follow them at a distance, because okay. um, I'm, I'm very concerned that some of the items might be <coughs> related to our cult. You're that doesn't exist. With cult. She did. Yeah. She said cult. She said I the said word. Cult. She said it. But our, yeah. our order. She said the same word. Our order. The <laughs> order, order of Zorika. Nice. Okay. Um, so, how are you guys going about this? What, what so, we're heading to back to the uh, forge, pick <laughs> yeah. up the arrows, and then we're right off to the cave. Yeah, and I mean, we. If, it sounds like Trillium and I know where the cave is and how yeah. to get there, so. Yeah. Mechanically, I don't know if we have to do anything or yeah. if we just... Well, the only thing I would ask is because of the ranger, if you're going to start checking for tracks, you actually have tracking. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, as that we get, be, yeah. like, let's, so what we say, it was a mile away? Yeah, not the thing. So, you know, when we get a quarter mile away, I would okay. start, I guess, using hunt and track. Sure. When so, you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures, roll plus wisdom. On a seven plus, you follow the creature's trail until there's significant change in direction or mode of travel. On a 10 plus, I could gain useful information about the quarry or determine what caused the trail to end. I don't know if that's what we're doing here, but that's kind of my tracking move, I think, starting yep. move. Well, it, hopefully, you know, the gaining the useful information right. is good. Right. Plus, uh, depending on what you roll and how it works out, you may see tracks that lead in different directions that don't go to the cave, which helps you determine or at least rule things out. So do you want uh, me to roll now? Yeah, go for it. You know what would as have soon been as you're ready to start tracking, if no one else is, is doing anything actively, yes. And what would have been awesome was if, you know, in advance I'd prepared since, uh, you know, I think I only need D6s and one D8. But yeah. What are you going to do, though? We'll just go. All yeah. right. Three. And so I rolled seven for my roll. Plus? On a seven plus, you follow the trail. Do you have any plus for wisdom? I have plus one for wisdom. Okay. Granted, you would need a plus three to yep. make it any different. But so that's okay. an eight total yep. for that. So it turns out this this um, path you're taking mm-hmm. is is pretty well used footpath. But as you get closer to where the cave is, um, almost all of the the tracks continue to follow the footpath to one side. But you guys know the cave goes off to the opposite side, and you have to kind of not necessarily hack your way through brush, but you've got to push yourself through some kind of thick stuff to get there. And from there, you know there was a, a couple of tracks that look humanoid. And um, they continue to head towards the cave, to and from, for that matter. So a relatively small number of yeah. humanoid tracks. Definitely not human. Odd shapes. Hmm. But bipedal. Yes. <laughs> definitely something bipedal. And not, and cl- not a boot-footed. A and and based on what you, uh, what you could see and, and from tracking, you would guess they probably don't weigh more than 150 pounds or didn't carry anything too heavy. Hmm. <laughs> They're not an owl bear. <laughs> not necessarily. I mean, it could be a baby one. <laughs> I thought my raccoons were just stealing shiny stuff from town. <laughs> right. It's obviously no something it's else. Crazy rac- gang of raccoons. You know, I should, raccoon. I should mention too that <laughs> I would likely have my animal companion Cloud okay. with me. Cloud. What kind of animal is Cloud again? The wolf. wolf. What color is Cloud? White. White. Okay. All right. Which is not ideal for camouflage purposes, not but it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, either me, I got bright red hair, and it's yeah, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. standing out. You're a ginger. Oh yeah, totally. But it's like a like flame orange and red, and I got the ice blue eyes, like real. Oh. Old, like a- <laughs> you look good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it also catches your notice that um, that. Uh, woman that was sitting in the bar is keeping a kind of a distance behind you and you're sure she's been following you that does seem like something a ranger might notice yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you start specifically looking and listening yeah. you notice okay because she's not particularly so I am quiet. not good at hiding yeah. do i notice that she looks like she's about to try to kill us are you holding anything that would insinuate no. you were trying to kill them? No. Nope. Yes, she is trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just like... She just kind of... Well... You got I, me. I would guess that because you start pushing your way through thick brush, and I'm not going to say what your character does, I will guess, your character is probably just starting to look to make sure you're keeping an eye on them ahead of you. The sun's setting, it's getting darker, and um, it's probably harder to see them. You're probably hearing them more than you're seeing them. Which means but that they're the hearing for, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But you notice it. We don't really notice that you do. Not necessarily. Unless, or just, I mean, uh, you guys, wolf, actually, you, the wolf might smell it. You, might, you, might, you guys might be admiring his ability to track right. and not really paying attention to you know somebody 50 feet behind. No, well, I'm chewing on a big 
piece of pork anyway still. So, yeah. Cooking it as you. <laughs> yeah, a little heated up. He carries all his meat raw and just cooks it <laughs> as he needs it. That's pretty Sometimes. cool. Flambe. <laughs> so um, you get to the, uh, near the entrance of the cave. There's a lot of those big boulders in the way. You know, it's a small entrance behind it. And um, the uh, entrance, somebody has moved a couple of the larger boulders in front of the entrance. So it's covered up right now. Yo, Jesus, you in there? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to answer you. He's so we want to go in or we want to just like hang out and see who shows up? What was the plan of action for this? I don't know the ways of tactics. It's not my thing. Right. I, my inclination would be first, I would probably want to circle around and find out who the woman is following us. Somebody's following us? So Exactly. I was going to say, so I, would, I would need to communicate that to the two Wait, of you. Yeah. And then, How long? <laughs> well, I mean, I just noticed her recently, but I have a feeling she's been following us since uh, since. Town. Since town, I, well, you I remember a strange yeah, woman with scars. The, perhaps Cloud could uh, intimidate her. Go sniff her. Oh crap! <laughs> Should we sit Cloud on her? Just you know, <laughs> intimidation. Just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> See how she reacts. Yeah. yeah, and then you hear a shriek out of the <laughs> shrub. <laughs> now I'm curious. You chose stubborn um, as a trait. Is that? It, do you find it difficult to convince Cloud to do things for you on a regular I got the pork. I got feeding treats. Treats. I don't uh, generally have a hard time convincing her to do things for me. I often have a hard time convincing her to stop doing what I asked her to do. Uh, well, that could okay. be a problem then. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but I do have the meat pile maybe to distract. <laughs> so basically, yeah. she has my foot. <laughs> she, she's dead. Let go of the throat. Let go. Uh-uh. Right, but she, uh-uh. she does hunt uh, humanoids and monsters. Okay. Uh, or fights them, rather. And she hunts. So, okay. Cool. Um, I certainly consider her. I'm not particularly intimidated by the woman behind us. I right, mean, okay. no offense. Uh, so I think I'm just going to circle. I'm not meant to be intimidating. Right, so I'm going to circle around. I'm going to tell you all to just hang out and kind of circle around and just kind of right. come up and saddle up behind her. Okay. Hey, hey Missy. Hey, <laughs> come <hey>. here often? <laughs> uh, no, never. Um, are you the the uh, ranger that's been guiding parties out into the woods? Uh, I, I'm the ranger everyone's talking about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I heard. I'm, and I literally am playing it silly with her. I uh, I heard you and your companions talking about finding some stolen items, and uh, I'm actually on a quest to recover some stolen items. I'm just curious if they're the the same items. Uh, so I was following you, to see if I could find any information. Hmm. You know, to be honest, I don't really have any idea. I was just hanging out with this druid who's always baked, and she told me that she, <laughs> that she had found some stuff. So we're actually going to check it out if you want to join us. Uh, if you don't mind. Uh, uh, come on up. I'm a cleric, so a party. Uh, maybe I could make you guys feel better. Well, I, mean, I think happens. the druid's got that covered. With the <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, we're so maybe, happy to have you come Maybe along. if you're a little too stoned, I could... Uh, there you go. It's take like it a back sobering a effect. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so... Now we have a party. So Yeah. <laughs> so now you have the four. What do you want to do at the cave? It's like I say, there's been a couple of the larger boulders moved in front of the cave. And you can see in the, um, the soft dirt around the cave entrance, there are deeper footprints of the same type. So they were pushing the boulders, you know, pushing their feet into the ground. Shall we just wait and see who shows up, kind of hide? Or do you want to go? No, we're not going to. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't go in because we're not going to be able to pull the boulders back. They're going to know where somebody's in there. Um. I could turn into like a salamander or something and crawl in there and Check see if anybody's in there. Let you guys know. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, that sounds if good. You, if I assume we get the introductions all the way between her. What is the effect her, of you know? halfling yeah. leaf on something of <laughs> so a, just the a salamander size? Like, are you going to be able to function? Well, um, totally. yeah, I work okay. with the Okay. <laughs> I'm an apprentice. 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 So what is Maybe your... journeyman by now. I don't yeah. know. My then you're is. the craftsman, I've heard I about. am the craftsman, that is for sure. So, so would your real... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, because I, I don't know a whole lot of what you're able to do. And... And I was going to say, yeah. your personality, so like you just said... I will light you the way to paradise. You're like, uh, should we do this? Should we do this? Is that Uriel saying, should we do this? Should we do this? Like, is he a deliberator? Well, yeah, or no, he's he kind of like, well, I don't... What do we do here? This is not, this is not my thing. Okay. To me, though, yeah. if we move the boulder and go in, it's hard to pull the boulder back, and they're going to know we're here. Right. Should we just hang out and see who shows up, and then let them do their thing, and then do something right. later? Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea of, I mean, if we've got a shape-shifting druid who wants to go scout things out, that sounds like a plan yeah, to that me. that sounds, I don't know, it works. All right. 
I think that's a pretty cool plan. That we will start with our next episode. We'll see what happens as the druid shapeshifts for the first time. (laughs) Or not. But for now, we're going to wrap this one up and we can all say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.